0: Pretty good. Pretty good sound effect. We're starting the podcast with today. That's a real life sound effect. What, what do you guys think you're hearing? Okay, it sounds like someone sharpening a pencil with a knife. Oh, ice sculpture. Someone making an ice sculpture. Okay, that's what you think it is. Yeah. So, if you were to guess what the ice sculpture, what it was, what the shape was, what what would it be? I think a big block <laughs> made into a smaller block. Just a, uh-huh. a cube. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it has something to do with a dog. I think it's like a dog's mouth or ah. chewing. I hear a little I hear a little dog's mouth in there.
1: You think that that sound is an animal doing something?
0: I think that that's I think there's an animal instinct in mm-hmm. there. Yes. But you said it's something with the dog. What do you think it is specifically? I think he Okay, I think it could be a dog possibly fighting maybe another dog. Do you want to hear it one more time? I, I don't. A- actually, actually the sound that uh you're hearing is Mike rubbing a can. Uh, on the concrete ground It's a can of spotted dick And
1: we've been told that if you take a can And rub it on the concrete It eventually will open
0: Yeah, upside down, top, top of the can On the concrete Spotted dick is a British dessert Keep, keep on rubbing, Mike Hi A, a cop uh, Has just uh, stopped next to us uh, And, and uh, asked what we're doing and at this moment I'm crouched over
1: rubbing this can vigorously on the cement.
0: We're from the radio station where uh, Yeah, yeah. Alright, he's uh he's <laughs> driving on.
1: Then uh keep keep doing that thing with the can where you're scraping it on the ground, because that's okay. Radio does that.
0: Pro- Producer Steven is taking over r- rubbing duties now.
1: My arm is just about to I got can elbow. Uh-oh! You did it, man. That was fantastic. It just popped right out of there. I I was not expecting that at all. I was, uh, starting, I was starting to give up. I was starting to think this is a hoax, but it turns out you were already done. Yeah. Yeah. All you had to do was hit on the on your side there. That kills your hand, though. Yeah. So there you have it. If you're ever uh, somewhere with a can of food and no can opener, just rub it
0: upside down, and it's going to open. It's a good tip if you're hiking and you don't have a can opener. But you you have a slab of concrete. It's great for spotted dick, probably terrible for
1: soup. Spotted dick is a British dessert.
0: The Jackson County, Missouri Spelling Bee was Saturday. Of course it was. And after 19 rounds, uh, they'd narrowed it down to two spellers, a fifth grader and a seventh grader. And, and that's when it got interesting. On the line with us
1: now is Katie Stover. She was one of the judges at the spelling bee. Katie, can you, can
0: you tell us what happened?
2: I can tell you that for about 46 rounds, two spellers duked it out over all the words we had at hand, and we ran out of words. We <laughs> went through a 300-word spelling book that's provided by Scripps, so we spelled up until lunchtime, and the pronouncer and I spent the lunch hour looking for words in the dictionary that we could give the spellers once we completely ran out of all the words that Scripps had provided.
0: So so basically what's happening is these two spellers are, you're, you need one of them to make a mistake.
2: That's correct.
0: So
1: describe the, the feeling then in the room as they're going back and forth for 46 rounds.
2: Well... I, I, I visibly expressed amazement every time they would spell a word correctly. And I know, having done this for three years straight, I know which words are the ones that are likely to trip up the spellers. So I saw last year one of last year's words that no one has ever gotten right and I saw that one on coming up and I thought, yeah, that one. Here we go. Well, here's where we Here's where we get to where we get to lose a kid and no, we didn't. They spelled all these really tough words.
0: What was the uh what was the word that uh that you saw coming that that you couldn't believe they got?
2: Uh, one word I saw was Nenufar and you cannot ask me to spell that. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> So, because after that word, they, there were just a host of other words that came along. Wait,
0: so, uh, so what happens then?
2: What happens now is it's, this is not a tie, and what we, what we will do is reconvene and continue the spelling bee on Saturday, March 8th.
1: But haven't these guys, uh, these spellers, haven't they beat the bee? I mean, they've done it. They've they've spelled all the words.
2: Uh, what's going around my department here is they broke the dictionary. <laughs> um, have they beaten it? They've spelled all the words. There are supplementary words that we are going to get from scripts, and we will um, and we will give give the two spellers those words until we have a winner. Well, before we let
1: you go, Katie, do you want to take a stab at spelling Ninufar?
2: Oh, Nenufar. I wrote oh, it down. All right. Oh, you, I, all right. You guys can check my spelling. I will try to spell this word. You guys can check. I'm not even looking at the spelling book. Okay. Nenufar. N-E-N-U-P-H-A-R. I do not know if I spelled that correctly. But I do know that either Sophia, uh, one of the other spellers, spelled it correctly.
0: Well, I have out uh, my dictionary here. You, uh, You nailed it.
2: So three wow. years of saying that word to the spellers, <laughs> I ought to know it by now.
0: Wow. Well,
1: let's, well, if you had to guess what it meant, what would you guess?
2: Is it a drug? Uh,
0: it's a it's a water lily. Oh. A ninufar oh. blossom. Yeah.
2: It's a flower. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: <laughs> well, this is great. Thank you so much for
1: talking to us about this, Katie.
2: Lovely chatting with you gentlemen. <laughs>
0: Okay, Avery will meet you at the B Gate at 4.15. Don't be late.
2: Here do you
1: know the human head weighs 8 pounds?
0: Did you know that Troy Aikman in only 6 years has passed for 16,303 yards?
1: Do you know bees and dogs can smell fear? Oh, I put the That same right there is one of the
0: most adorable scenes ever. It's from the movie Jerry Maguire. One of the one of the many adorable scenes in that movie, but probably the most. Jonathan Lipnicki. Now, from time to time on the show, we like to check in to see if the things people do in movies are are actually possible. Joining
1: us now is beekeeper Phil Holland of Queen Bees, out in California.
0: So, Phil, can bees, as uh, young Jonathan Lipnicki suggests, actually smell fear? <laughs>
2: Can tell you is I know when the heck to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they actually, they actually, um, if you're a beekeeper over the long course of time, <clears throat> you will notice how they actually fly in and out of the hive. Mm-hmm. You can tell if they're happy or if they're sad. If the hive has a queen inside it, or if there's disease issues. If there's something wrong inside, this the way they fly in and out, and they also buzz differently. Um, they the pitches higher when they they tend to be upset. Wait, so they
0: they oh. sound they the the buzz sound uh, is different when they're happy and sad.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, if they're gonna go after you, they they buzz at a higher pitch.
0: If we
1: imitated the buzz, could you tell us if we were uh, happy or sad? <laughs>
2: Good luck. Right, so, well, uh,
1: listen to this, Phil. Tell me what you think. Is this? And I don't know, but if I were to make a uh, B sound like a. Bzzz,
2: well, that would be probably a happier one.
0: Okay. What about what about this?
2: Well, that sounds like a pile of them.
1: Yeah, it did. <laughs> I've got. All right, Phil. I'm going to try one more. This I think is the, okay. this is the angry B. I think this would this is what it would would sound like based on what you've said. Bzzz.
2: That would be be more so you better
1: get the heck out of there. Yeah. Okay.
0: We heard from from Ginger. Uh, Ginger says she listens to How to Do Everything while working at the pharmacy around 4 a.m. Ginger,
1: these next 15 seconds are for you.
0: This is some, some pill popping music.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a glass of water with this and not an empty stomach.
0: Don't operate heavy machinery while listening to this baby. Or do I? Ain't I clean, bad machine, super cool, super mean,
1: good. That does it for this week's show. What'd you learn, Ian? Well, I, I learned that uh, bees, are they are speaking a language. You mean they're communicating with the buzzing?
0: Yeah, they have lots of different... It's not just one, hey, I'm a bee, here I am. They've got a lot of feelings, and they're sharing them.
1: But mostly it seems like they're either happy or they're, they they want to sting you.
0: I, it would be weird if you heard uh, the the melancholy buzz, you know? Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah. if there's a nostalgic buzz. Remember, remember the hive? Remember all those hexagons? Those were the days i learned that
1: it really you really can open a can by scraping it on the ground
0: yeah i was very surprised when mm-hmm. it popped right off of there it tasted terrible how to do everything is produced by steven Tobias with technical direction from lorna white our intern this week is seth kelly actually
1: have you seen seth i don't i haven't seen him all week
0: Hey guys, it's Seth. Um, this is a perfect time, actually. Um, I'm here at a construction site and, um, you know, there are just a lot of things that I love about construction. Um, you know, it's just all about the dirt everywhere. You know, the loud sounds. Um, I can actually see the jackhammer right now that is drilling into the ground. It's, it's just so amazing. This is a great thing to be a part of. Get us your questions at howto
1: at howto.npr.org And visit our website. How to do everything I'm Ian. And I'm
2: Mike. Thanks. Thanks.